Welcome to the Lucky Football Podcast, presented by Lucky Football Action, sponsored by your local sports bar association. Reminding you, it's always better to watch your favorite team with your favorite friends at your favorite sports bar than it is to be alone at home. Reminding you to always be kind and courteous to your bartenders and to tip them well. It is bowl season in college football, breaking down the first week of bowls. That is up from Friday, December 17th to Sunday, I mean Wednesday, December 22nd. I'm going to do the bowls a week at a time to make sure there are no weird opt-outs or COVID issues with any team. Kicking off bowl week is Toledo versus Middle Tennessee State. Toledo is a 10-point favorite. Favorites are underdogs are very well in these early bowl games up to December 30th. A whopping 69 to 70% cover. But I like Toledo in this game. Uh, MTSU is just happy to be in a bowl game this year. Uh, so give me Toledo to cover. Next, you have Coastal Carolina versus Northern Illinois. Coastal Carolina <coughs> is an 11-point favorite. Northern Illinois off the MAC championship. The MAC has looked bad in bowl games recently, past few years, but look for that. It's trend starting to turn around, a regression to the mean. Coastal Carolina has their quarterback, uh, McCall, coming back. Look for him to be rusty. Uh, look for Coastal not to care too much about this game as their season, once they lost to App State, has kind of fallen. It's kind of been ugh, and they haven't looked as good. Like Northern Illinois to be up for this game to prove they are just as good as Coastal thought they were. I like Northern Illinois to win, to cover and to win. Nice little money line action. Saturday, big game with App State versus Western Kentucky. App State is a three-point favorite. Western Kentucky probably has the most prolific passing offense in all of college football. Their quarterback has thrown over 600 pass attempts this year. To put it in perspective, Bryce Young only has about 420 who just won the Heisman. But App State off the conference championship loss to Louisiana for the Sun Belt title. And they were favored in that game. And when a conference and a team coming off a conference championship loss is a favorite, is favored in their bowl game, they are 0-14 against the spread. Give me Western Kentucky to cover and to win. Next you have UTEP. Versus Fresno State. UTEP is an 11.5 point underdog. UTEP has been a darling of the season. Better than what people thought. Like And Fresno State has been worse than what they thought. So Fresno State is probably on not going to show up for this game. And UTEP will. Give me UTEP to cover and to win. Next you have UAB versus BYU down in Shreveport. UAB making their first bowl game since being a program again. There you are, six and a half point underdogs. I like UAB to cover and to win. Uh, not a part of the country that BYU is going to have any fans travel or want to travel to. Uh, and Alabama Birmingham's fans will want to go to this game. Give me UAB to cover and to win. Next, Eastern Michigan is a nine and a half point underdog to Liberty. Liberty has looked bad the past few games we have seen them in. Eastern Michigan loves the underdog spotlight. They are 
about 90% against the spread this year. When an underdog, I like Eastern Michigan to cover and to win. Uh, this is not a bowl game Liberty cares about. They were looking to go close to undefeated like they were last year, and they were far from it this year. Next, you have Oregon State versus Utah State. Utah State is a 7.5-point underdog. This game is in an NFL stadium in primetime on a Saturday. People would think Oregon State would get it up for this game, but the opponent, Utah State, is not, even though they are the Mountain West Conference champion. So give me Utah State to cover. Next, you have Marshall versus Louisiana. Marshall is a five-and-a-half-point underdog. Started out as a touchdown underdog. Louisiana will not show up for this game. Uh, their head coach, Billy Napier, is now at Florida. Even though their defense coordinator is taking over, the game they were looking for all year was the conference championship versus App State, and to get it at Louisiana, they did. They beat App State twice this year in Louisiana. Uh, this is just a nothing game for them at this point. They already reached their season goal, so give me Marshall to have a nice little cap on a disappointing season. Monday, you have Tulsa versus Old Dominion. Old Dominion is a eight and a half point underdog this might be the first bowl game old dominion has ever played like for them to come out and to cover this game against tulsa tulsa is a good team though but they're not a team to blow teams out so give me old dominion tuesday you have wyoming kent state wyoming is a three-point favorite wyoming is going to be excited to get out of wyoming so give me wyoming to cover the three points and to beat kent state Next, San Diego State is a two-and-a-half-point underdog to UTSA. UTSA will want to keep winning and cap off their 12-1 season. Give me UTSA to cover the two-and-a-half points. Wednesday, you have Missouri versus Army. Army is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Don't get to say about that about Army too much. They're off that lost, disappointing loss to Navy. I look for them to bounce back in this game. Military academies will have a lot of play for in these bowl games because they don't get to leave the military academies while they're there very often. And frankly, Missouri is not that good. I don't even know how they were able to get enough wins to make a bowl this year. Moving on to NFL Week 15. This might be finally out of the buys. So all 32 teams are playing. And this might be the one week where COVID plays a bigger factor in the season than any other week. Thursday night is the Chiefs at the Chargers. Chiefs are three and a half point underdog uh, favorites, my bad. Maybe three points depending on where you get it. I like for the Chiefs to cover, even though they'll be out with some key defensive players. Chargers will be out some key offensive players, and the Chiefs offense has been clicking. Chargers defense is bad. The Chargers offense will not be able to hang with the Chiefs. Saturday, very interesting game. The Browns versus the Raiders. The Browns are a start out as five-point favorites and are now a point, two-point underdogs. If you can bet it right now, the Browns are having some COVID issues. And the Raiders are having a little bit, but if Baker Mayfield is playing, kind of want to fade the Browns. This is a must-win for the Browns. Uh, 
Raiders are still in a little bit of turmoil this year. They just need to kind of retool, regroup, re-something, re-everything. Case Keenum starts for the Browns, which he should. Give me the Browns. <coughs> Next Saturday game is the Patriots at the Colts. Both teams are off a bye. Patriots opened up as two-point favorites. They're now one-and-a-half, two-point underdogs. Two defensive teams that like to run the ball and pass when needed. I like the Patriots here because Mac Jones doesn't make terrible decisions, and Carson Wentz does make terrible decisions when the defense forces him to. And Bill Belichick will make Carson Wentz make a terrible decision, and next thing you know, he is throwing a pick six. I don't know what the line is on Carson Wentz to throw a pick six, but I would take it this week. Give me the Patriots to cover. And if I can get him as underdogs, even better. Ride the 7-0 against the spread Patriots roll. At least one more week, if not longer. Moving on to Sunday, you have the Washington football team, Philadelphia Eagles, a division rival match. Eagles are four-point favorites. Washington football team has some COVID issues. This isn't a team that, for some reason, even though they have Ron Rivera as their head coach, that likes to rally around themselves and fight through adversity. But... They are starting Kyle Allen at quarterback, and for that reason, I like the Eagles, whether it's Jalen Hurts or Gardner Minshew at quarterback. Next, you have the Bills hosting the Panthers. The Bills are 10.5-point favorites. Said last week that it was a circle-the-wagon game. They almost circled the wagons. They circled the wagons in the first quarter and sent it to overtime but couldn't pull it off. This is a double circle the wagons. This is a must-win for the Bills. Give me the Bills to win and to cover. When the Bills win, they win by a lot. Easily covered 11.5 points or 11, whatever you're going to get it at. It's not going to be less than two. It's not going to be more than two touchdowns, and they're probably going to win by three touchdowns. Next, you have the Cowboys going on the road to the Giants. The Cowboys are 10.5-point favorites. When you have a division matchup, and the road team is favored by seven or more points, and the total is under, is a low total of 45 or lower, which this one's at 44 and a half. The under hits at a whopping 90%. So give me the under in this game. It's already hit three times this year in situations like this. Give it to me one more time. There's just no way, and there's no way you can bet on the Giants right now. Give me the Cowboys. They want to walk up the division. Next, you have the Cardinals going on the road to Detroit. Cardinals are a 14-point favorite. Lions coming off a bad week in Denver. Even though the Cardinals won't have DeAndre Hopkins, there's no reason you can bet the Lions in this game. The Cardinals kind of mop the floor at these bad teams. Give me the Cardinals. Next, you have the Titans on the road to the Steelers. Titans off the... Uh, shutout of the Jags are a one and a half point favorite. Steelers off a of bye are home dogs. Steelers have not been home dogs very often with Mike Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger for very good reason because he is a very good coach and Ben Roethlisberger has been a very good quarterback. But this year, Ben Roethlisberger is not a very good quarterback. Hence, why are they home dogs to a team that has their 
two of their better players on offense out. But the Titans' defense is healthy enough. They're getting Bud Dupree back. Just signed another linebacker off the Texans who had a lot of weird goodbyes. So look for him to want to play well. And the defense to carry the Titans against the Steelers and the Titans to cover. Next, you have the Jets on the road to the Dolphins. Dolphins are eight and a half point favorites. As feisty as the Jets have been this year, this is not a game that they're going to be feisty. Give me the Dolphins to cover. Next, you have the Texans at the Jags. Two of the three worst teams in the NFL. But the Jags just got rid of Urban Meyer. It is now Jags minus four. Texans are tanking. The Jags are just going to be happy Urban Meyer is not there. They, so give me the Jags. The afternoon games, you have the Falcons traveling to the 49ers. 49ers are not good home favorites. And they're a home favorite of nine points right now. Give me the Falcons to cover. The Falcons will be able to keep it close. These are two teams that prefer to run the ball and hold the clock. Thus, not a lot of scoring. I'd like the Falcons to keep it within a touchdown. Next, you have the Bengals traveling to the Broncos. The Broncos, it's a pick'em game right now. Maybe one point either way. Either way, just take the money line or just take the points and whatever you can get because the points won't matter in this game. Uh, this is a situational pick to take the Bengals. Yes, Joe Burrows a little banged up. But the Broncos coming off a very emotional win last week in the Demarius, Demarius Thomas game. Just going to be a letdown for this game, so give me the Bengals. Next, you have the Packers versus the Ravens. The Packers are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Both teams might start their backup quarterback. Either way, I like the Packers, not because of the backup quarterbacks or not because I think uh, Aaron Rodgers will play and Lamar Jackson won't, which is going to happen. But the Ravens don't have a secondary and Devonta Adams is going to be wide open for anyone to throw back there. They might as well put Mason Crossbar and just kick it to Devonta Adams for touchdowns because if Aaron Rodgers plays, Devonta Adams is going to have three touchdowns. So give me the Packers to cover. Ravens are just too banged up right now. Next, Seahawks going on the road to the Rams. Rams got the monkey off the back on Monday night and are now touchdown favorites. Seahawks are bad. Uh, they should have a top five draft pick, but they traded it for Jamal Adams, who was injured. Give me the Rams to cover. Next, for Sunday night football, you have the Saints going to Tampa Bay. Saints are 11-point underdogs. Saints have not lost in the regular season to Tom Brady. That's going to change this week. But I like the Saints to cover the 11 points and keep it within a touchdown. It's two defensive teams that are just going to want to run the ball and get out of there. And Taysom Hill has been very good. He's going to be a better quarterback than what people think or want to give him credit for. Give me the Saints to cover. Now, Monday night football, the Vikings at the Bears. Typically, the Bears are four-and-a-half-point underdogs. Typically, Kirk Cousin does bad in primetime games. But usually when you play primetime games, you're playing good teams. The Bears are not, are not. When Kirk Cousins plays bad teams, Kirk Cousins does well. So give me the Vikings to cover the four and a half. That has been the Lucky Football Podcast.
presented by Lucky Football Action, sponsored by your local sports bar association. Reminding you, there's always more fun to watch your favorite teams with your favorite friends at your favorite sports bar than it is alone at home. Alone at home. Reminding you to always be kind to your bartenders and fellow patrons. And as always, tip your bartenders as, well, as much as you would bet.